The blood-bought love, the certainty, the absoluteness of God's inerrant and perfect word. The God of the Bible is from everlasting to everlasting. His word is truth, and truth never changes. Truth honors no one's opinion. Saints, it will turn out just like he said. Relax and enjoy your salvation. God loves you. Are you visiting today and have yet to make your decision for Jesus Christ? You, friend, are not here as a matter of happenstance. Oh, no. God is calling you to the cross. Do you yearn to embrace absolute truth? Do you yearn for a sure foundation upon which to build a life for you and your family, even everlasting life? Does your heart desire to know the certainty of Jesus Christ? Today is absolutely your day, and today your heart's desire will be satisfied. Today all your sin and shame will be washed away. Today all of Satan's bondages in your life will be vanquished. Follow me in a simple prompt, and today you will become brand new, even born again. Today, everything changes, and I mean everything. Here comes the prompt. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Psalms 19, verse 9, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. God said, Psalms 119, verse 160, Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. God said, Genesis 49, 25, Even by the God of thy Father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breast and of the womb. Man said, all of life and its marvelous intricacies, its total interconnectedness, that precisely fine-tuned universe, all of it, it just exploded into existence out of nothing. Isn't that impressive? It's obvious that evolution can use our help. With all of our great knowledge, we will do wonders. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1021 that will once again certify by highly qualified third-party sources the perfect supremacy of God's Word. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and is bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. May God's face shine upon you and all your house. If there is a God of love, then why is the earth filled with misery and death? Who is responsible for all the abbreviated lives? The Word of God clearly defines how we got to the state we are in and clearly declares the way of escape. However, for most, the same spirit of unbelief and disobedience continues to lead, and the end thereof is destruction. Simply put, our great-grandparents, Adam and Eve, chose the wrong leader, and all that follow will end up where that leader leads. 1 Corinthians 15.45 speaks of Jesus Christ and calls him the last Adam. And so it is written, the first Adam was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. 
The Lord is also called the Good Shepherd, John 10, verse 11, and he leads to life and life more abundantly, even finally to eternal life, restoring that which was lost in the first Adam. What a glorious and beautiful Savior. When one views the marvels of life from the enormous disadvantage of unbelief versus the vantage of faith and awe in the Creator, one sees life as an accident, just waiting for carnaldom's grand and vaunted wisdom to give evolution a hand up. Their foolish arrogance has proven to be disastrous, unnecessarily abbreviating the lives of billions. This error has played out in a myriad of examples. Several will follow for your consideration. Watch what happens when God's word is mocked. Men have disregarded God's endorsement and replaced olive oil down through the years with inexpensive substitutes that have proven deadly, including the now dreaded partially hydrogenated oils. God said man said has published many pages of research on the olive tree. Several paragraphs follow. When God puts his imprimatur on anything, Wise men and women and boys and girls stand up and take notice. The olive tree and its oil are excellent examples. The January 2018 issue of Life Extension magazine reports on some of the latest research on olive oil. The front page headline reads, Olive oil can extend human lifespans. According to the feature story by C. Falloon titled, Surprising Discoveries About Olive Oil, Extra virgin olive oil increases lifespan and also decreases the risk of heart attack and stroke exponentially. The high oleic acid, monounsaturated fat, uh, content of olives was initially thought to be the main source of olive oil's health benefits. Today, more researchers contend that the health benefits stem from olive oil's high polyphenol content, which includes uh, oleoropine, uh, tyrosol, and hydroxytyrosol. In 2017, the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition published a study that evaluated the effects of hydroxytyrosol on a cohort of 1,851 men and women. To measure hydroxytyrosol ingestion, a urinary levels of its metabolite, a homovanilli alcohol, were measured. Results showed that higher urinary levels of homovanilli alcohol resulted, resulted, resulted excuse me, in sharply lower risk of uh, cardiovascular events and mortality. Compared to those into the lowest quintile, individuals in the third or higher quintile levels of homovanilli alcohol had at least 56% reduced risk of a cardiovascular event, heart attack, stroke, or death from cardiovascular cause. In addition, Subjects in the highest quintile of homovanilli alcohol had an average 9.5 years longer life after the age of 65. The highest urinary levels of homovanilli alcohol were obtained by subjects whose intervention included a traditional Mediterranean diet with the addition of extra virgin olive oil. According to Falloon, extra virgin olive oil also reduces risk for Alzheimer's. Bone is exceptionally important in the elderly, and according to the article, God's olive oil can make a measurable difference. A fracture in the hip has a higher mortality rate than all other fractures in the elderly. The incidence of hip fractures is increasingly yearly by 1 to 3% in most regions of the world. 
A meta-analysis of the, of the three studies revealed that adherence to the Mediterranean diet was associated with a 21% reduced risk of hip fractures. In an additional study, a key component of the Mediterranean diet, extra virgin olive oil, was tested against a diet high in nuts or a low-fat diet on 870 subjects ages 55 to 80 with high risk of cardiovascular disease. The subjects were monitored over a media follow-up on 8.9 years, during which 114 cases of osteoporosis-related fractures occurred. Subjects who integrated the highest amounts of extra virgin olive oil into their diet had a 51% lower risk of fracture. Falloon colludes. A growing number of research shows that extra virgin olive oil and adherence to a Mediterranean diet dramatically reduces stroke and heart disease risk. Those who ingest the highest amounts of an of an oil, excuse me, the highest amounts of an olive polyphenol called hydroxytyrosol were shown to live 9.5 years longer after age 65. These findings were published in 2017, end of quote. The olive tree and all its fruits come highly endorsed by God. Thousands of years after the word of God was penned, medical science begins to understand why, and the spiritual-physical connectivity is glorious to the childlike, end of quotes. God said olive oil, but man said, we have better options. Who is responsible for the billions of abbreviated lives? God said raw honey will promote life and life more abundantly, but man offers his better way. Who is responsible for all the abbreviated lives? In God's owner's manual for man, the Holy Bible, honey is given a position of great honor. Even the land of promise is dubbed the land of milk and honey. Honey and the honeycomb are mentioned in the word of God 62 times. Long before modern science had the foggiest understanding of the phenomenal benefits of the products of the beehive, God said yes, an insight that only the Creator could know. Raw honey should be on everyone's supper table. Deuteronomy eleven eight and 9, Therefore shall ye keep all the commandments which I command you this day, that ye may be strong, and go in, and possess the land whither ye go to possess it, and that ye may prolong your days in the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers, to give unto them and to their seed a land that floweth with milk and honey. When a Russian professor associated with the Longevity Institute studied centenarians of uh, Russia's famed Caucasus Mountains, he found they had one thing in common. They were mostly beekeepers, and their principal foods were products of the hive. They kept the raw honey and sold the processed honey to the general public. Some lived to be 150 years of age. Raw honey is the perfect food and a source of rapidly supplied energy. It requires no intermediate steps for proper digestion. White sugar is a killer. Americans consume 150 pounds plus of it each year. Many of man's sugar substitutes are highly dangerous. The disclaimer on the sweet and low package reads, Use of this product may be hazardous to your health. This product contains saccharin, which has been determined to cause cancer in laboratory animals. Raw honey is a living food containing a host of powerful nutrients. It has twice the sweetening power of sugar. 
Raw honey is powerful deterrent to gastric ulcers. Raw honey promotes the rapid healing of wounds. Researchers claim that raw honey uh, even protects against tooth decay and gum disease. Raw honey may prevent certain cancers from recurring. Raw honey is antimicrobial, anti-inflammatory, and antioxidant. In 1994, Australia approved honey as a medicine. Raw honey increases calcium absorption, can increase hemoglobin count, and treats and prevents anemia caused by nutritional factors and more. End of quotes. Did Jesus get it wrong when he said salt is good? Someone should have tipped him off before he embarrassed himself so publicly. The following excerpts are from the God Said, Man Said feature, Undeniable Proof, Every Jot and Every Tittle, feature 5. Leviticus chapter 2, verse 13, and Mark 9, verse 50. And every oblation of thy meat offering shalt thou season with salt. Neither shalt thou suffer the salt of the covenant of thy God to be lacking from thy meat offering. With all thine offerings thou shalt offer salt. Salt is good, but if the salt have lost his saltness, wherewith will ye season it? Have salt in yourself, and have peace one with another. Before we get into the details of the salt controversy, you should know that the health food industry's endorsement is on sea salt. Sea salt that still retains its many minerals. New research published by the news media in uh, May 2013 has knocked the anti-salt zealots on their aggregate backsides. The May 14 headline in the New York Times reads, No Benefit Seen in Sharp Limits on Salt in Diet. Several excerpts from a feature published by Hot Air July 11, 2013, titled CDC, Oops, Salt is Not Actually Dangerous and Cutting It May Be Harmful, and written by Mary Catherine Ham, follow. A recent report commissioned by the Center of Disease Control, CDC, reviewed the health benefits of reducing salt intake, and the take-home message is that salt, in the quantities consumed by most Americans, is no longer considered a substantial health hazard. What the CDC study reported explicitly is that there is no benefit and may be a danger from reducing our salt intake below one teaspoon per day. What was absent from the report is the difference between healthy mineral salts and iodized table salt. It may be that we're better off with more salt than less, up to two or even three teaspoons per day. How did it happen that such standard medical advice drifted astray and then went uncorrected for so long. This review by the National Academy's Institute of Medicine, commissioned by the CDC, considered dozens of studies from cross-cultural, less reliable, to prospective, randomized, with control, most reliable. Most studies showed no relationship between salt intake and any health outcome. Some seemed to indicate that more salt had a beneficial effect, end of quote. Who is responsible for all the abbreviated lives? God's word heavenly endorses today's dietary boogeyman, butter. Isaiah 7, 14, and 15 is a prophetic passage concerning Jesus Christ, and it includes one of God's highly favored food products called butter. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. 
butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Butter is high in cholesterol, and so is the brain. The following paragraphs are from the God Said, Man Said feature, Just One Book and Trans-Fat Pandemic. Pat Shannon published an article in the Free Press newspaper dealing with the trans-fat butter debate. The beginning of his article follows. There seems to be a lot of question about which healthy spreads should be used to replace butter. One says, I can't believe it's not butter. Well, I can. Since the word is finally spreading about the harmful nature of trans fat, margarine has been officially declared as a substitute to be avoided. In its place have rushed countless other butter alternatives which do not contain hydrogenated fats. But now that refined vegetable oils, additives, and preservatives are coming under fire, it leaves the question, what in the world can we spread on our toast? The answer is simple and natural. Go back to butter. Of course, most people balk at the suggestion of eating real butter. After all, won't butter cause heart disease and other frightening health conditions? Although the claim that butter is harmful has been a popular one since World War II, it's an assumption with no foundation. In fact, statistics show the rate of heart disease has increased as butter consumption has decreased. Butter is filled with essential vitamins and antioxidants in their most natural and absorbable state. Butter is actually a better source of vitamin A than carrots, especially for people who have trouble converting the beta-carotene in carrots into vitamin A. You can also find vitamin E and selenium in butter. These, along, along with vitamin A, actually protect the heart from free radical damage, which is a factor in weakened arteries. On the other hand, Fabricated spreads are filled with rancid and refined vegetable oils that can cause free radical damage. The vitamin A in butter is a vital nutrient which strongly impacts growth in children. Deficiencies can affect the development of teeth, bones, and vision. Low-fat diets are often recommended for children, even though these diets have been linked to failure to thrive, as published in Pediatrics in March of 94. Low-fat diets which remove butter from children's lives may be cutting out their only source of absorbable vitamin A. Another common misconception propagated by modern industry is that the fat in butter is bad for us. Butter is comprised of mostly short and medium-chain fatty acids. These fatty acids can protect against cancer and boost immunity. They are also antifungal. Short and medium-chain fatty acids are also more easily broken down for energy, which means it's actually less likely that the fat in butter would be stored in the body. End of quote. Government-sponsored butter substitutes like margarine and various other butter lookalikes have abbreviated the lives of hundreds of millions the world over. From the God Said, Man Said feature, undeniable proof, every jot and every tittle, uh, number uh, 31, Luke 11, 11 through 13. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit 
to them that ask him. God says the egg is good. When God endorses the product of his creation, wise men and women, boys and girls, get in line. For years, the world's medical community has maligned the incredible edible egg, and those who have followed their unbelief have suffered the negative results of doing the wrong thing. The following paragraph is from page 72 of the March 2019 issue of Reader's Digest. The feature details 50 health facts that your doctor wants you to know. The headline reads, Eggs are bad for your heart. And then it says with an exclamation mark, Myth! The old thinking was that cholesterol in food would raise blood cholesterol levels and in turn increase the risk of heart disease. A recent study of more than 400,000 adults found that eating an egg a day increased good cholesterol levels and cut the risk of cardiovascular death by 18%, end of quote. Unbelief shortens lives. When one casts off the word of God, one can only expect to reap the curse of doing the wrong thing. And again from God said, man said, Dietary experts in the medical world have instructed the community at large that adults don't need milk and that further, whole milk is a killer. Today's grocery shelves are loaded with anti-whole milk products under the guise of health. But are these products really healthier? The following excerpts are from the April-May 2019 issue of AARP magazine and provide more proof that whole milk, as God endorses, is the milk of choice. Is whole milk okay? Yes. A recent study has shown that consuming full-fat dairy products is associated with a longer life. In 2018, a study of more than 130,000 adults in 21 countries, those who ate two or more daily servings of whole-fat dairy, had a 22% lower risk of heart disease and a 34% lower risk of stroke than those who ate less dairy, end quote. Who is responsible for all the bad advice that has abbreviated the lives of multitudes upon multitudes? We have published multiple features on God's dietary instructions that today's science is at last endorsing. The ones you just reviewed are only highlights of those features to bring us to today's feature. The following foundational information is from the God Said Man Said feature, Blessing of a Mother's Breast. I am compelled to preface this article on the subject of breastfeeding with this note to mothers who, for reasons such as adoption, various medications harmful to the child via the mother's milk, mothers who are HIV positive, or other reasons, that God is more than able to supply your child's needs. Be sure of this one thing. God is fully aware of your inability to fulfill his directive concerning the matter of breastfeeding. Pray over your baby's formula and food before feeding your child. And you can be confident that God will supply that which is lacking. Man said that baby formula concocted by science was equal to or even superior to mother's breast milk. Starting in the late 1940s, breastfeeding began to fall out of favor nationally. By the 1950s, infant formula gained widespread endorsement from the pediatric community and breastfeeding for millions of children and mothers became a thing of the past. Fewer than half of American babies are fed exclusively breast milk during their initial stay at the hospital. When the infants reach the age of six months, 
only 19% received breast milk, and at the ripe old age of one year, only 2%. Now compare that with the global average of children being weaned from the breast at 4.2 years. The American Academy of Pediatrics now weighs in when, with the recommendations that for the baby's optimal health, a mother should breastfeed for at least a full year. The benefits of breastfeeding for mother and child are staggering. The list is long and ever-increasing. A growing body of evidence now shows that DHA, which is a fatty acid, is the essential structure ingredient of breast milk. DHA is lacking in infant formula due to the ban by the FDA. The ban has now been lifted on DHA and infant formula, but be assured that formula will not duplicate that which is in a mother's milk. The following is a quote from Dr. William C. Douglas on the subject of DHA. Breastfed babies have an IQ of 6 to 10 points higher than formula-fed babies. Scientists and nutritional experts attribute this to DHA, an omega-3 fatty acid that's an essential structural component of the brain and retina. It's found naturally in mother's milk. During the last trimester of pregnancy is when the mother transfers to her baby much of the DHA needed for the development of his or her brain and nervous system. The DHA content of the mother's diet reflects in the amount of DHA passed on to the baby. If the baby is not breastfed at all, it also receives no DHA after birth, and it's shortchanged in neurological development, thus impairing mental and visual acuity. I found the following excerpt written by Dr. R.D. Russell especially exciting. It reads as follows. The cells in the mother's milk not only attack bacteria that may be harmful to the baby, but apparently they have the ability to produce antibodies that destroy bacteria and viruses as well. Evidently, the infant who is exposed to infections and nurses from its mother also produces changes in the mother's breast. Within hours, the next milk contains antibodies and immunoglobins to protect the baby before the infant exhibits visible symptoms. An article in the publication called Mothering points out that mother's milk has 400 nutrients that cannot be duplicated in a lab. Research suggests that breastfeeding reduces the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, childhood cancer, diarrheal diseases, lower respiratory illness, ear infections, bacterial infections, diabetes, infant botulism, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, and cavities. The following paragraphs are from the Health Daily News. The title of the October 29, 2008 report is Breastfed Baby May Mean Better Behaved Child. And yet another potential benefit to breastfeeding, fewer behavioral problems in young children. Parents of youngsters who were breastfed as infants were less likely to report that their child had a behavior problem or psychiatric illness during the first five years of life, a new study found. Previous research has shown that breast milk offers numerous benefits for babies and that breastfeeding can benefit both mother and infant. Babies who are breastfed are less likely to suffer from ear infections, diarrhea, pneumonia, wheezing, and bacterial and viral illnesses, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics. Research has also linked breastfeeding with a reduced risk of obesity, diabetes, 
sudden infant death syndrome, and certain cancers, according to the AAP. For mothers, breastfeeding helps the uterus quickly return to its pre-pregnancy shape and helps burn additional calories, which can help get rid of extra pregnancy weight, the AAP reports. Additionally, breastfeeding is believed to help nurture the mother-child bond. The new study reviewed more than 100,000 interviews of parents and guardians of children between the ages of 10 months and 18 years who participated in the National Survey of Children's Health. The following short paragraph is from USA Weekend. You probably know that breastfeeding boosts the baby's health, but who knew how dramatically it benefits a mother? I didn't until I read a new Swedish study of 18,326 women showing that mothers who breastfed infants for 13 months or more were about as half as apt to develop rheumatoid arthritis as those who did not breastfeed. Breastfeeding for 1 to 12 months reduced rheumatoid arthritis risk 26%. There's more. A large analysis last year concluded that breastfeeding also might protect mothers against type 2 diabetes and breast and ovarian cancer, end of quote. In a December 2006 issue of Science News under the title Milk Therapy, the following paragraphs were found. When scientists started analyzing breast milk, they found that the third largest constituent of breast milk, making up about 1% by volume, is a mixture of indigestible sugars known as oligosaccharides. Many of these sugars occur only in human milk. Initially, the scientists thought that these were useless byproducts of milk production. But why would mothers expend so much energy creating compounds that their babies can't use? In the past few years, scientists have solved this puzzle. David Newberg of Massachusetts General Hospital in Charlestown and his colleagues genetically engineered mice to produce oligosaccharides in their milk. He then gave their pups a campylobacter, a bacterium that causes diarrhea. The pups that drank oligosaccharides didn't get sick. Unlike the antibodies that mothers pass along to their infants through breast milk, oligosaccharides can protect the baby from pathogens to which the mother has never been exposed. For a pathogen to infect a person via the digestive tract, it first has to latch on to the sugars that line the gut wall. Oligosaccharides have binding sites that are identical to the ones on the gut wall sugars, so the pathogens attach to the oligosaccharides instead of the lining of the gut. Once bound to oligosaccharides, pathogens travel harmlessly through the intestinal tract. Lactoferrin is a dazzling multi-talented protein in breastfed babies it can appropriately suppress inflammation or boost immune activity. It also fights viruses, bacteria, and fungi. Even after the protein has broken down in the gut, the fragments fight urinary tract infections as they are expelled from the body. Because lactoferrin lowers the immune system's inflammatory overreactions, it may be useful against arthritis, multiple sclerosis, and septic shock. The many claims for lactoferrin's capabilities may look suspicious, admits Michael Zemecki, an immunologist at the Polish Academy of Science in Warsaw. Lactoferrin seemed like a golden bullet, but it really is so. End of quote. June 25, 2013, the headline in Live Science reads, Breastfed Children 
more likely to climb the social ladder. The October 26, 2015 feature, written by a New York Times columnist, Nicholas Kristoff, is headlined, The Miracle of Breast Milk Elixir is Lifesaver. Several paragraphs follow. What if there were a remedy that could save more children's lives in the developing world than are claimed by malaria and AIDS combined? A miracle substance that reduces ear infections while seeming to raise scores on IQ tests by several points. Available even in the most remote villages, requiring no electricity or refrigeration. Oh, and as long as we're dreaming, let's make it free. This miracle substance already exists. It's breast milk. Current estimates backed by the World Health Organization and UNICEF are that optimal breastfeeding would save 800,000 children's lives a year in developing countries. That would amount to a 12% drop in child mortality, a huge gain. Infants who are not breastfed are 14 times more likely to die than those who are exclusively breastfed, according to a major master study just published. Worldwide, only 43% of babies are put to the breast within an hour of birth, as recommended by the World Health Organization. One reason for delays is suspicion of colostrum, the first yellowish milk, which doesn't look quite like milk but is packed with nutrients and antibodies, is sometimes called the first immunization. While the clearest benefits of breastfeeding have to do with saving lives, there is also some evidence of other health and cognitive gains. In Belarus, children of women randomly assigned to exclusive breastfeeding uh, promotion uh, scored six points higher on IQ tests than controls, end of quotes. Now, the correlation in IQ in the Creator's declaration, check this out. Isaiah 28, 9, whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. The headline from the June 14, 2016 feature in the Telegraph reads, Breastfeeding helps premature babies' hearts to grow. Study finds. Excerpts from the feature follow. The hearts of babies born early are often smaller than full-term babies, with smaller chambers, thicker walls, and reduced function. It is thought that those abnormalities occur in the first few months after birth, So scientists at Oxford University wanted to find out if breastfeeding made a difference to development. They invited back 102 adults who had been enrolled in a study of premature babies in 1982 to check how their hearts had developed, as well as recruiting an extra 102 people who were born preterm. Those who had been breastfed had ventricles, the large chambers in the heart, which were nearly 10% larger than bottle-fed babies. The hearts of breastfed babies also beat more strongly. Even the best baby formula lacks some of the growth factors, enzymes, and antibodies that breast milk provides to developing babies, said Dr. Adam Lewandowski and colleagues at the Oxford Cardiovascular Clinical Research Facility. Previous studies have found that babies who were breastfed for at least 12 months have higher IQs, and could earn an extra $280,000 U.S. in their lifetime compared with bottle-fed youngsters. Viv Bennett, chief nurse at Public Health England, said, This research adds to a wealth of evidence which shows that breastfeeding gives babies the best start in life, and it comes with a whole host of benefits for mothers, too. 
end quote. Breastfeeding's latest praise was published August 28, 2020, by Science Daily. Excerpts from the feature titled, The Gold and Breast Milk, follow. Breast milk strengthens a child's immune system, supporting the intestinal flora. These facts are common knowledge. But how does this work? What are the molecular mechanisms behind the phenomenon? And why is this not possible the same way with bottle feeding? The reasons were unknown until a team from the Resist a cluster of excellence at Hanover Medical School, recently discovered how alarmins are that mechanism in a project involving the University of Bonn. The results have been pre-published online in the medical journal Gastroenterology. Alarmins are the gold in breast milk. These proteins prevent dangerous intestinal colonization disorders that can lead to blood poisoning and intestinal inflammation relates team leader Professor Dr. Dorothy Vyman of the Hanover Medical School Clinic for Pediatric Pneumology, Allergology, and Neonatology. The postnatal intestinal immune system, i.e. intestinal flora and mucosa, mature, mature through interaction with bacteria in the environment. This gives rise to optimal bacteria diversity, which lasts a lifetime, affording protection against many diseases. Alarmins control this adaptation process, explains Professor Vyman, whose research has revealed that these peptides and proteins both derive from breast milk and arise in the child's intestinal tract. The process of labor plays a role in this, as infants born via planned C-section exhibit lower levels of alarmins than vaginally born infants. Additionally, premature infants are less capable of producing alarmins themselves than full-term infants. Such individuals are thus more prone to suffering from chronic inflammatory diseases. Supplementation with these proteins could support the development of newborns which do not produce enough alarmins or get enough in breast milk. That could prevent a range of long-term conditions linked to intestinal colonization disorders such as chronic intestinal uh, inflammation and obesity, says Professor Vyman. This statement is supported by the observation, among others, that a single administration of alarmins in the mouse model affords protection against poor colonization and associated diseases. Now building upon their findings, the RESIST researchers are planning further preclinical work as well as clinical study at a later stage, end quote. When God's word is mocked and neglected, the curse is the result. We know this because inherent within every commandment of God is a blessing or a curse. Because the word of God is true and righteous altogether, obeying yields the blessing of doing the right thing. Because the word of God is true and righteous altogether, disobeying yields the curse of doing the wrong thing. It is just that childlike simple. Galatians 6, 7, be not deceived. God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. It's just that simple. Who is responsible for all the misery, death, and billions of abbreviated lives? From the womb to the table, into all of this life and on to forever, God's word is the perfect, inerrant, supernatural, and unchanging truth. Just do it. God said, Psalms 19.9, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. 
God said Psalms 119, verse 160, Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. God said Genesis 49, 25, Even by the God of thy Father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breast and of the womb. Man said, all of life and its marvelous intricacies, its total interconnectedness, that precisely fine-tuned universe, all of it, it just exploded into existence out of nothing. Isn't that impressive? It's obvious that evolution can use our help. With all of our great knowledge, we will do wonders. Now you have the record.